This is Daily Story 136, Amy, Part 4. The synthetic man led Amy down featureless corridors. Where are we going? she asked. To have a chat with the collective, it might take a while to get there. There was a slight surge of acceleration, and the synthetic man commented, We're all done here, then. What's your name? What's a collective? asked Amy. Oh, I have no name. Call me whatever you like. A collective is just that, a collective of beings. Isn't that obvious? You're a member of the Nika group? asked Amy. The ship wasn't spinning. Why do I feel gravity? she added. I admire your curiosity. Yes, although we don't call ourselves that, not for some time, we are the Nika group. We produce gravity. It's one of our cornerstone technologies. The corridor was endless and offered no markings. Amy had no sense of direction or space here. The ship felt strange. There wasn't even distinct lighting. The floors, walls, and ceiling just glowed, a soothing soft white. It made her uncomfortable. Are you okay? asked Nameless. Yeah, no. One, one second, I need to close my eyes. Is it much further? It's quite far. As you saw, the ship is large. Is there a faster way than walking? asked Amy. Yes, but not for you. Not yet. Oh, great, said Amy. Where is the crew? she asked. We've taken great care to hide much from you. Forgive the secrecy. It's necessary. So there is a crew of people. Are they synthetic, like you? asked Amy. Oh, indeed, many people. Some are synthetic, like me. We wouldn't get far without a sizable crew. Like I said, they're hidden from you. Can you see them now? asked Amy. Oh, no, my eyes are much like yours. I see what you see. This passage was purpose-built for you. The ship can be rearranged? Indeed. Another cornerstone technology, explained Nameless. Sounds like you wouldn't have trouble paying whatever the tax bureau thinks you owe. They're after you, said Amy. We are aware. We could pay whatever they wanted easily enough. However, the bureau is misguided. Amy slowed down and said, Can we take a break? My feet are killing me. She stopped altogether and screamed, The wall! What's the matter? asked Nameless. Where's the, where's the passage we were just walking in? Amy pressed the very solid wall that was just immediately behind her. Where they had just walked from was now gone. We had walked there already, so it was repurposed. I'm sure the crew were glad to have the space back, explained Nameless. Just like that? asked Amy. Just like that, he confirmed. Maybe you guys don't deal with humans often, but that's really unsettling. It feels like we're making no progress if the wall is always just behind us. How poetic, said Nameless. Why am I here? asked Amy, rubbing her sore feet. You're a seeker, Amy. You're willing to go into the unknown. We embrace people like that, answered Nameless. You want me to join your club? The synthetic man tilted his head to the side and said, We want to show you the club. You can join if you like. Do people refuse? asked Amy. To join us? Of course. What happens to them? asked Amy. We kill them, he said coolly. How enlightened, scoffed Amy. 
Let me clarify. From the outside world, they are dead. We keep those who refuse trapped in a simulation where they believe they have escaped us and are living their lives. That's awful, said Amy. The simulation has a 100% acceptance rate, even after telling the subjects the cost of refusing our invitation. They are unaware they are in the simulation, said Nameless. You're monsters. Why do you say that? asked Nameless. Even if they get to live in some fantasy land, the people they love, their friends, their family, they never get to see them again. You have people here and you eat them up like you're some purple space leviathan. We agree we are partly responsible for such suffering, but to the last, each one, like you, of those seekers came to us. I think that's enough for today. I will come and walk you closer to the collective tomorrow. Nameless pointed to the end of the corridor. At its end was the airlock to Amy's ship. Back in her ship, Amy suddenly had a thirst and hunger like she had never felt. Computer, how long have I been gone? asked Amy. Eight hours, it answered. Amy slept deeply. For breakfast, she made coffee and powdered eggs. On her own volition, she opened the airlock when she was ready. The nameless synthetic man was waiting. Okay, why are you offering people the choice to join you, and why aren't you letting the outside world know about it? We desire to share our technology with the whole galaxy. As it stands, the Federation would see us only as a threat, and they would try to take what we know by force. They would fail with heavy losses. We would also suffer greatly from this. Revealing ourselves now would ultimately slow us down considerably. This is the fastest way to find people like you. Seekers? asked Amy. Yes, we have need of beings of all sorts, farmers and artists and more. But at the moment, seekers are the most important. Why? asked Amy. She felt the urge to look back down the corridor to her airlock to gauge how far they had walked. When she did, she was met only with the unnerving wall that followed them. You are the hardest to convince, answered the nameless. And why trap the seekers who refuse you here? To keep our presence hidden, and to attract more seekers. Seekers cannot resist a mystery. How many have joined you? Using this method? 1.5 billion. Amy asked him to confirm. Billion? With a B? That's an entire moon colony. Do you guys have colonies? Only ships, for now, answered Nameless. And how many rejections? asked Amy. Seventy-eight, said Nameless. Seventy-eight out of 1.5 billion? Are you serious? That's it? Said Amy, surprised. Some seekers are quite stubborn, said Nameless. What did you mean, this method? asked Amy. It is excitingly named Walk and Talk. We do just that. At first, just down corridors. Next, when you're ready. Nameless stopped and made a motion with his synthetic arm. The walls and ceiling became transparent, and beyond was a sunny, tropical island surrounded by teal-blue water and covered in lush orange vegetation. Amy looked in wonder. You guys do timeshares? The synthetic man smiled. It's an all-or-nothing kind of offer. Can we go down there? asked Amy. No, not until you've decided. Can I stay and watch the waves from up here? Of course. I think that's enough for today anyway. 
The airlock once again was conveniently placed at the end of the passage. The next day, Amy was ready for more pressing questions. Did my husband come here? Yes, answered Nameless. Did he get walked and talked and the offer to join? Yes. Amy breathed in before asking, What did he choose? He chose to stay with us, answered Nameless. Is he here on this ship? No, he's on Nika 10, but he is aware you are with us. Can I speak with him? She asked. No. Why not? She demanded. This is the way we have to do this, Amy. He left me! Screamed Amy. Nameless was unmoved. Who did you leave behind on Terra Free? That is not the same. It isn't? Asked Nameless. After Amy had cooled, Nameless explained the offer in more detail. There are two paths. One of the individual. You keep your body and sense of self. And the path of the collective. You lose your body and most of yourself, but see, feel, and know things that are beyond the mind of any individual. The artificial gravity, for example. An individual cannot know. Only a collective. There was a different door at the end of the passage now. Amy furrowed her brow. Why did you tell me about the simulation prison? Nameless answered, You cannot make a choice like this if you are lied to. Why are you putting implants into scumbag bounties? Nameless again answered, That was not our doing. Perhaps that is related to the implant scanner on your ship. It had a transmitter in it. We disabled it. They were almost at the door now. There is a collective behind that door? Asked Amy. Yes. You're ready to talk to them. One more question for you, said Amy. This whole thing could be a lie. The offer, my husband, the endless supply of paradise landscapes. Quite right, said Nameless. The synthetic man opened the door and beckoned Amy to walk through. I will talk to you tomorrow. Amy walked in. The next day, Amy sat in her ship, letting the hot coffee warm her fingers through the mug. She drank it slowly, savoring it. When she opened the airlock, Nameless was standing there, waiting for her. I've made up my mind, said Amy. That was the end of the Amy series. Four parts. It's the first time I've done back-to-back uh, -back stories like that for either season of the project, so I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs>